Welcome to God's Playbook, the podcast that knocks the hard-hitting religious questions out of the park or catching the Holy Spirit right at the end zone. Train your soul and be God's MVP with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! This is God's Playbook. Let's play ball. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Welcome back to God's Playbook. I'm Father Rico. Friends, today we're going to talk about the sacraments and give a brief introduction to the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church. First, we ask, what is a sacrament? A sacrament is a visible sign of God's grace. The Church gives us seven sacraments that fall into three categories, and I'm going to break down those categories in a few moments. We know that the sacraments have come from Jesus. He instituted all of them and has made the church their minister. So through the sacred hands of a pope, a bishop, a priest, or a deacon, the seven sacraments are ministered to us, the people of God, so that we can grow in our love of God, in our spiritual development, and grow in God's grace. When we experience love, Love is not a physical object, and so the sacraments are similar. They are expressions of God's love for us. As we communicate our love to God, God first expresses his love for us. So the words, the gestures, and physical objects become signs of our love. And so as physical beings, Jesus wished that we experience the love of God in a very real and practical way. Jesus uses physical signs and symbols that we can sense and observe. So to work in us, the church calls them sacraments. In the broadest sense, a sacrament can be an experience of God's presence in a very real and beautiful way. We experience the love of God in the seven sacraments of his church. And first we have to understand that in a sacrament, we receive grace. Grace is the gift of God's love and presence into which we grow. The Catechism teaches us that grace is the help that God gives to respond to our vocation to become his adopted sons and daughters. God's initiative of grace precedes, prepares, and elicits our free response in faith and commitment. Grace speaks of a relationship, friends, between God and us. Our side of the relationship develops gradually, but it's a response to the love that has already been shared with us. The gift of God's grace is totally free, and it's always present. What we do with that gift is our choice. Our eternal salvation is affected by that choice. Think of your birthday or a special occasion. Someone might give you a gift. You thank them for the gift. You unwrap the gift and you think, thanks. What is it? The person might explain to you what it is, might get you excited, and you might actually use it. Or sometimes, I wonder if you're guilty of this. I know I am. I receive a gift and then I just kind of forget about it and 
put it on a shelf or to the side or put it in some cupboard area only to find it after a long period of time. Well, God gives us the grace of the sacraments not to be shelved or stored in some closet. Rather, the sacraments are an opportunity for us to receive the love, the grace, and the blessing that God wishes to pour out on us to be used throughout our lifetime. Those who followed Jesus encountered God's presence in a new way. Jesus was for them and is for us the sacrament of God. In Jesus, we encounter God and experience God's presence. He is the one great sacrament through which all sacraments make sense. We hear from the beginning of John's gospel. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the father's only son, full of grace and truth. As we reflect upon this special relationship, the church discovers its own unique vocation, just as Jesus used his physical body to carry out the Father's mission. The church uses its human members, you and I, the mystical body of Christ, as an instrument of salvation. Sacraments are physical expressions of spiritual realities. As the body of Christ here on earth, the church is called to be a physical sign of the spiritual reality of Christ's presence in the world. So let's talk about the seven sacraments. The official seven sacraments of the Catholic Church are as follows. Baptism, Penance, Eucharist, Confirmation, Holy Matrimony, Holy Orders, and the anointing of the sick. These seven sacraments help us to grow in God's grace. There are three groupings of the sacraments. The first grouping is called the sacraments of initiation. The sacraments of initiation are baptism, Eucharist, and confirmation. These sacraments celebrate and introduce us to the experience we receive in the Christian life. While most Catholics receive these in separate ceremonies over several years, those who come to faith later in life receive them all on the same night at the Easter Vigil on Holy Saturday. Baptism incorporates us into the church and gives us new birth as we become sons and daughters of God. As holy water is poured on the one who is to be baptized head, they receive the forgiveness of original sin, that first sin of Adam and Eve who said no to God. Confirmation is a continuation and a sealing of baptism, a ratification, you might say. It helps us to focus on the missionary dimensions of our baptismal commitment. Just as the Holy Spirit came upon Mary and the Apostles at Pentecost, we receive the same Holy Spirit at Confirmation. We receive the sevenfold gifts of the Holy Spirit and the twelve fruits of the Holy Spirit as well. Confirmation makes us become full members of the Catholic Church. 
The third sacrament of initiation is the one that we generally receive in the middle of baptism and confirmation, which is called Eucharist. Eucharist is the sacrament to which all others have meaning. In the Eucharist, we see that Jesus comes present to us in the form of bread and wine that is transformed into the body and blood of Jesus. The child born in Bethlehem, who died on the cross for our salvation, and who rose from the dead to destroy sin and death. In communion, we receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, our Lord and God. As we receive him in the Eucharist, Eucharist, which is Greek for the word thanksgiving, we are so grateful to God who comes anew in our hearts. The next section is called the Sacraments of Healing. These are the two sacraments that help us to celebrate and reveal God's power to heal us in mind, body, and soul. The first sacrament we receive is the Sacrament of Penance or Reconciliation. It helps us to focus on the need for forgiveness in our lives and our acceptance of God's forgiveness and mercy. This sacrament helps us to turn back from spiritual sickness to health as we receive the grace and mercy of God who heals our souls through this powerful healing sacrament. The sacrament of penance can be received on a regular basis. I personally try to make confession a reality in my life every two or three weeks as I ask God's mercy and I strive to live holiness. Make confession a regular routine in your own prayer life. The church mandates that we should perform our Easter duty, which means frequenting the sacrament of reconciliation at least once a year before we celebrate Easter Sunday. The church fathers and saints suggest that confession be a regular part of our daily life. The second sacrament of healing is called the anointing of the sick. This takes place for those who need healing of mind, body, and soul. The anointing of the sick is when we ask the Holy Spirit to come down upon the one who is to be anointed and to receive healing in their bodies but also their minds and souls. Sacred oils are used to bring the healing power of the Holy Spirit upon the one who is anointed, as well as the laying of hands. The church, like Christ, desires the health of the whole human person. And so when people are preparing for surgery, or if they have a chronic illness, or perhaps as doctors and nurses are trying to determine what the health ailment might be, one may come forward to be anointed. Unfortunately for some people, they think that this is the last rites. And often this sacrament is only given to those to whom are preparing to meet God as they pass away. While there are special prayers for the dying, the anointing of the sick is a sacrament given to those who are alive to bring healing of mind, body, and soul. Oftentimes, our desire is that the body is healed. In many cases, the healing that takes place goes beyond physical healing, 
and taps into a spiritual healing. Anointing of the sick is a sacrament that can be received many times as well. The last two sacraments fall into the category of the sacraments of vocation or the sacraments of service. The sacraments of holy matrimony and holy orders symbolize the vocation of service and consecrate those who fall into these categories within their family or the church community, serving the needs of God and other. Let's first look at holy matrimony. The sacrament of holy matrimony or marriage celebrates and witnesses the covenant of love between one man and one woman, blessed before the church as God's grace come upon them. This is a special sacrament only given once in one's lifetime. As man and woman are united and their two hearts become one, in this special sacrament God blesses them with the abundance of grace. Catholics are obliged to receive this sacrament in a church, and they are to witness their vows by a priest, bishop, or a deacon. Even if a Catholic is marrying someone who is not Catholic or has not been baptized, they are still obliged to have their witnesses blessed before God in his church. Holy orders or ordination is the other sacrament of vocation or service. And this is where someone may be ordained a deacon, a priest, or a bishop. This is the sacrament of service by which people are called by God through the church to be spiritual leaders. I was ordained a priest on June 11, 2011 in my home parish of St. Alfred and St. Catharines. It was then that I became a priest of God. However, I was ordained a deacon six months before that on October the 30th, 2010. It's a beautiful opportunity for me to reflect upon every year of the call that God has given to me and blessed me with as I lead the people of God as a priest and servant of the Lord. And so whether we're called to married life or ordination, these sacraments of service help us to grow in God's grace as we serve him and the needs of one another. As we focus on the great gift of God and these sacraments of the church, I invite each of us to go deeper, to reflect upon the times in which you were baptized, when you received first reconciliation, when you received Jesus in Holy Communion the first time, when you received him in confirmation in the power of the Holy Spirit, and if you have already determined your vocational call, how often have we received these sacraments? How often have you received the sacrament of the anointing of the sick and thanked God for the healing in your life? Each of these sacraments experiences God's grace for us. May we give honor and praise to God for all that he does for us. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi ko-fi or gofundme at god's playbook podcast thanks and god bless